What's up, everybody? It's me, Jay Jr. Gosh, thank you guys so much for listening. Can you believe it? We're like over 40 episodes. We're moving along, people, like over nine months. And we started with just the one. And now we're here. And I'm so thankful to all of you that listen. I'm going to shout out to all the different places, Canada, Sweden, uh, United States, Australia, United Kingdom, Finland, Nigeria, Israel, Spain. I love you all so much. And I thank you for listening. It's I, I can't believe that we're in 10 different countries, and I can't wait to see who else will be listening. But I have somebody um, very special um, that is sitting with me. I'm super excited. You know, you meet people. I always say this. You meet people, and it's like, oh, you know, that person should come on the show and, like, talk and share their journey and why they do what they do. And so um, it's amazing because I love the community I'm surrounded around. I think the biggest thing in life is you need a good community. You need good people around you that you can just grow, you can learn, um, you sharpen each other. And so I love the community I'm around because there's so many different parts and things that they do that inspire me to keep going. And so this woman that I'm sitting in front of, she is an author. She is a blogger. She's a mother. She's a wife. She is a, a woman that just Oh, I'm, I'm clapping in advance. Y'all should start clapping now. <laughs> she is amazing. Her name is Kanisha Bikes. Say what's up to the people of the Drive Project. <laughs> hey, people. <laughs> Thank you so much Thanks, for coming on. Thank I you. so appreciate. You know, the funny thing is, is I was following your Instagram, and um, you guys, she empowers women. And But the funny thing is, is you know, you, y'all know I'm a guy, but I was feeling so amazing after I would read some of her posts, and I'm like, gosh, she has such a heart just for community and people. So thank you for what you do. For sure. Thank you so much. Where are you from? Let's talk. Let's have some fun. Because I feel like we're from similar places, but where are you from? I don't know. I'm from Alabama. Okay. I got family in Alabama. Okay. Who doesn't, right? Right, right. (laughs) (laughs) You talk to any black person. Right, right. Where are you from? Oh, my uncle from 1965. I'm Bessemer. You're Bessemer. Okay, so Birmingham. Got it. Yeah, yeah, Yes, we're like a a suburb of the city. Okay, so you actually know where your people are from. Yes, yes. so I'm from Gunnersville, Alabama. Okay. So that's extreme north, almost right. Tennessee, the Tennessee Valley. Okay. Yeah. See, I have family. My grandmother um, grew up in Memphis. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so we have family in Alabama, uh-huh. uh, some Mississippi, uh-huh. a little bit. So I know that whole. Yeah. In, in Alabama, they had a place. They probably don't have it anymore, but it used to be called Vision Land, and it was I like think a I Disneyland. Yeah. It was kind of like the ghetto version, but it yeah. was cool. I it was like, cool. I feel like I kind of remember that. A it little had like bit. a little water park area. Yeah. Had some it was rides. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yes. So like we. Yeah. Hung out there. We went one summer. What ever happened to Vision Lake? I don't know, but I got two shades darker from the heat. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I was, you know, nothing against it. I love it. I love color. I love it. I embrace it. But I was like, it's hot. It's hot down here. Foods. What do you love? What type of foods? Oh, gosh. I I actually, so I I just had this conversation the other day. I um, love good food. Mm -hmm. I love food in general. Like, you can give me, like, just a good crusty cheesy Ooh. pizza and I'll tear mm, okay, it up yes, yes. or I could take like some five star Michelin like yes. meal and mm-hmm. it would be amazing to me too but I love um fresh green raw mm. I love raw foods okay so, so you I, like the sushi I like clean eating kind of? no I'm no. not a, I'm not a, not <laughs> no, a raw no. meat person not raw meat mm-hmm. so you no, like the just the, clean yes. foods yeah have you ever been um, to Sprout in Seattle no try that no but I love Juju Beat that's okay, like that's one of my good. favorite ones I had their avocado yes. toast yes yes it's the very best. good and I yes. make it 
by the way. Okay. And it's the same, but really? better. Yeah. Yes. Because I went there and I was like, okay, nothing against it. Shout out to Jujubee. I yeah, love yeah. y'all. Because um, I have the acai bowl and yeah, stuff like yeah. that. Um, but I was like, I can make this too. Yeah. No, it, the, you have to because it's like $12 for a piece of toast. So I, you want to make it at home because right. you can buy all the ingredients you need for less than $12. Yes. So. Um, but their gluten-free bread is not purchasable and oh, it is the bomb. And oh, I didn't know so that. if you really want the full flavor of Jujubee, right. you have to go there and go get there it. Go there and but, get it. Um yeah, everything else you can kind of do at home. But I love I love fresh foods and I love junk too. Mm. And I'm from the South, so I love Okay, give me some um, good food from the South. Oh just well, I mean all the soul food, you know, the collard greens, the cornbread, yes, you yes. know, all the things you make, Jay. <laughs> you know, don't don't right. ask me to tell you. I know. I just want to know, you know, because some people are from Seattle. Oh, you love it. Like what do you really like? No, okay, I'm know? not from Seattle. I'm so Southern. Um okay. and and my grandmother, like, we grew up, I grew up with her baking all the mm. time and making foods for other people all the time. Okay. So, I mean, literally in our house, we, there was, at least from my memory, like, I never remember not having, like, a pound cake. Or, right. You know, like a pie, mm-hmm. sweet potato pie, mm. Mississippi mud pie, Ooh. or mud cake, like, yes. all those things. Good stuff. German uh, chocolate. Like, everything's good. All those. Yeah. Come and cake. she made them like a Southern woman makes wow. them. So they were with all the you know, eggs, all, all the, the flour, yeah, yeah, everything. All the sugar, in it. Mm. all the shortening. Yeah. All that. Yeah. Do you miss it? Not really. I mean, I feel like when I have it, it's great. Yeah. It, like takes me back. Right. But I can't eat that stuff all the time. I'm no. 40. Right. So, <laughs> you guys, listen. And I want you to realize something because we age well. <laughs> this woman looks amazing. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and you have beautiful children. How many kids? Four kids. Four kids. Yeah, been married boys, how long? One girl. Um, we've been married for 18 years this year. Wow, congratulations. Mm-hmm. Thank you. That is beautiful. Yeah, yeah we, I, I we're love married it. As babies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, 21 that, and 22. Yes, I was uh, 19 when I proposed. Oh, wow. To my yeah, wife. That's crazy. Yeah, I was, you know, you don't hear about that today. No, too many not, swipes now. Don't like it. Like, it's true. It's true. It's true. <laughs> it's like, uh, not today. Yeah, too many passes. It's yeah. different. Yeah. So, so what's amazing about you is you're a blogger. Mm-hmm. What got you into, like, you guys, it's amazing. It's called Restoration House, um, her blog. Mm-hmm. And um, it's beautiful. And we'll talk Thank a little you. bit about that. But why did you start? You know, how did you get into uh, all that? Have you been a writer since you were a kid? Oh, like, gosh. Yeah. So, um, Definitely. So I was an only child. Mm. And um, so I grew up reading everything. You know, childcraft wow. books were my best friends. <laughs> um, seriously. <You laughs> you had had friends. A, the Wicker Bookshelf yes. with the whole, the full volume, right? Right. Of all the childcraft encyclopedias and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I grew up reading all that and just regular books too. Um, but then um, through that, I was just inspired to start my own writing and creative writing and storytelling. So that started for me. I mean, as early as maybe age six or seven. Wow. And then um, I've always, my um, uncle was an architect um, and my um, mom and my aunts, they're all super creative. So I feel like Mm. just as a creative, it was kind of in me to do something in that, um, you know, down that Mm -hmm. road. So writing, drawing, all of those things were not only therapeutic for me, but they were also... um, something that filled the space for me because as an only child mm-hmm. I they 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 also became my best friends wow I kept they kept me company so um I feel like I that was a way for me to connect with um something in me that wasn't really tapped into a lot I think when I was younger because okay. of, I was an only child mm. and um 
not that I was neglected by any means, but right. it was, I literally the, was just the only child. Yeah. Right, right. I had a ton of cousins okay. um, and a lot of friends in my neighborhood and my next door neighbors, there were five girls in the house and they literally wow. like two steps away from my front door. And okay. so I was So you felt like you there. had, okay. Those were my sisters and they still are today. Right, right. Um, Gosh, they're amazing. I have so many stories about growing up with them. So, oh, God, you gotta give us one. Give us oh, one. Oh, I don't think I can. I feel like. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's my really God. Oh, my God. They Lord. were not, they did not love Jesus when they were. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. <laughs> oh, my God. I learned God. a lot about how to survive. Wow. My, like, makes me emotional. No, yeah. I learned about how to survive um, from them. They're just, I just think about like all of the people that I grew up with and in my community and in our neighborhood. Mm-hmm. How, you know, you know, speaking on race, even though you didn't really ask me about that, but this, I mean, I feel like I have to mention it just for context, like in Gunnersville, Alabama, it is a white town. Okay. So I grew up in an all black community, very segregated. Even to this day, it's still pretty much 95% black. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, so because of that, and I think we'll probably find these dynamics all over the country when you look at that, um, that type of setup, but you, because of that, you had a collective of all the black people from all walks of life, every right. level of education, mm-hmm. right? So, I mean, my next door neighbors, to me, they were fam- they were like not even to me, to our entire family for generations. Wow. They had been family, and and Miss Llewellyn, like they, yes. she was my mama, you know, like yes. she was my other mama. Like I knew mm-hmm. that if I was doing something, she was going to get me and yeah, she was gonna make sure that my grandmama knew, right, so right. that she would get me too, right? Yeah. So, and then her daughters were literally they they were the ones when I say they helped me learn how to survive. Um, like our family, uh, you know, and this is going to sound slightly pretentious, but I don't mean it that way. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, we weren't the typical in the neighborhood for you know for the most part. There were it wasn't like we were the only ones, but right. we were all educated. All of my aunts went to college. Like um, we weren't like struggling, you know, if right. you will. Okay. So we were yeah. seen as um, you know a little bit better, right? right. So right. there was this air about our this this certain perception that people had about our family, mm. and then the way that translated for me was you know being in school and being having being right around a lot of yes. white kids and having a yeah. lot of white friends. You're by the black kids a lot of times seen mm-hmm. as oh you think you're better you're better and don't let you be a little bit more light skinned exactly. than you're even you know mm-hmm. or have you know certain type yes. of hair or whatever so yeah. so anyway I say all that to say that um so I was kind of like thrown into that whole dynamic obviously like most of us without asking for it mm-hmm. and just learning um, from different people taking certain things from different people and learning wow. who I was mm-hmm. so um, so yeah those Griffin girls we'll call them that <laughs> I won't speak their individual names yes um, they are they were very impactful in my life and mm. still to this day like I, they if they need anything you're there for them it's it's no question. Wow. Yeah. It makes sense too, because I like I was saying earlier, community is everything. It that sure was your community. Is. Yeah, it was. They taught you, you've learned, you grew yep. from those different aspects of life. And so it yep. is so important. Yeah. And it and it is challenging when you go through certain things and you feel like people view you. Yep. As oh, because of this, maybe you're better. You're right. an upper class, right, or whatever right, like that. Right. But you know, we we all have our things that we deal with, what we struggle with, yep. regardless of education or not. Yeah, you know. And so, wow, that's beautiful that yeah. you had that, and you still have that today. Yeah, absolutely. 
why um let's talk about restoration house. yeah i know i was like we kind of went <laughs> no i like, love it it's, this is what it's about the conversation emotions, so. no it's beautiful but restoration house really started about 11 years ago i mean technically it started day one for my life right like the day right. i was born yes i breathed something into me um and part of that was restoration house but it officially started 11 years ago mm. as a blog for me to uh, restore furniture and to wow. showcase the furniture that I was restoring for people who wanted to purchase it. So wow. um, we lived on um, Oahu at that time. That's right, because in I your had, book you mentioned you, you yes. lived 10 different places. Yes. So we were military. Okay, got it. Or Larry was in the Air Force, active duty, and so we traveled great all guy. over the place. He is a great guy. And um, so in Hawaii, I it was a really, really dark time. And um, in every way, my marriage, my um, relationship with God, uh, in my just questioning my identity in a lot of ways. And we had three kids, five wow. and under. Whoa. So it was really deep for me. Wow. Um, because I worked in the professional sector before okay. kids and my degree is in mass communication, public relations. Okay. So that was something that I really enjoyed. And then obviously choosing to... Um, step out of that and really mm -hmm. be a mother and raise my kids, which is something that I was really a value for me and important to me and still is right. um, just based on my own childhood. Yes. And um, it's interesting because you're only child, but then you I have am, four. That's amazing. I never, we never planned one child. Okay. I was on birth control with two of them. Fully. What? Yeah. So it was all God. Like, wow. All God. Um, not that it's not meant to be here. Way. Yeah. Right. Right. There, right. Like God was like, okay, exclamation point right there. Yeah. Um, but we're in Hawaii and I needed something to put my hands to and create the creative, as I mentioned, has always been something that mm. um, has connected me and grounded me. So um, I started doing the furniture there. People started coming into the house and they say, oh, my gosh, where'd you get this? Mm. Um, you know, and then I would tell them, you know, I did it. And they'd say, can you do this for me? Right. right. And um, so that's kind of how just having clients started. Wow. That's how. Um, I realized that there was a gift, if mm -hmm. you will, that makes, right. just started making sense to me. And um, after we, we were in Hawaii for three years, we okay. separated from the military. Mm -hmm. We moved back here to Seattle, where we are now. And um, the blog kind of grew from, from being just this space where I was just, you know, throwing right. furniture up, pictures of right. furniture, furniture up so people yeah. could buy it to um, really evolving into this space where um, I wanted to connect the reason that Restoration House became Restoration House, which was a connection and communion with God. Mm. My my time with him was in the restoration of that furniture. Wow. And it was a time of worship, a time of communion mm. um, for me. So I just felt so impressed um, by God to really transfer mm -hmm. um, a lot of things from what I was doing into something different. And so I started a lot more, um, you know, rebranded, um, started writing a lot more like reflective. Oh, it's interesting. Style. I just heard something mm -hmm. too, because like yeah. I was just thinking about what you said, and it's amazing. While you were working on something natural, yeah. it was affecting your spiritual. Oh, 100%. Wow. Yeah. A That's thousand, beautiful. like not even 100%, like a million percent. That's huge. Yeah. And obviously, you know, like when we do, Things like that. Mm -hmm. We we tend to step into these situations and these things, and we take for granted. I think that everything that we do, right. when we are um, believers and mm -hmm. when we've accepted God and mm -hmm. accepted the Holy Spirit, yeah. that we cannot do anything apart from Him. So, right, 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 right. So, right. like this furniture to me at that time was really just furniture, but it really, obviously, God knew it was going to be way more than that. Mm. Um, and it's like he, also I was reminded that He would use 
everything and anything that he put in in me to remind me, number one, of who I was wow. and to reconnect me to him. Mm-hmm. And um, I could have been drawn with a pencil on a piece of paper. Right. And you would feel. That. OK. Absolutely. Wow. Um, but we moved back here to Seattle. I, I rebrand everything and start the blog up um, again and um, just start doing, you know, what I called at that time a Sunday night inspiration. I felt because I lost some friends to suicide and mm. um, suicide. And now again, the day is still, you know, obviously still, a big deal, yeah. but it just kind of began to ramp up around that time. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like Sunday night, like when people are feeling right. like they just are at their wits end yeah, yeah, and don't yeah. have any hope. I mm-hmm. just, maybe that one person would catch a story and, wow. you know, a glimpse of hope and be able to kind of press through. So started doing that as an initiation for the reflective writing. And then it turned into, well, I really need to build our home. We had moved from Hawaii. Right. We live in a rental. We still do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought I'll just go back to my first love. And it's always been creating Mm -hmm. and creating in our home. Right. So I started doing that. And then I said, well, I should probably use the furniture that I paid in my own home. Yes. Then I should probably start telling people and showing people what I'm doing in my home. Right. So it became more DIY. Which I love. Listen, I love your style. Oh, thank you. It's so clean and crisp. And it's like how our soul should be. <laughs> it like, is, but, but and the painting things, of that. Right, right. <laughs> but I love just how you put things together. It's so, it's just classic. Yeah, it will, thank you. It never goes out of style. Thank just you. the way the look and you have a little bit of trend, but it's oh, mostly classic. Thanks, yeah. That's and I goal. think that represents who you are as a yeah. person. Thank you. You know, it's 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 just, you know, it's clean, it's crisp. The lines, they're done right. Yeah. I love that because yeah. I could be a junkie. Oh, <laughs> that could be a little oh, bit. Oh, that's, that's and that makes me anxious a little. I bit. know, and, and and my wife's working with me on it, oh. and so because I like to, I like things like I don't know what my my style is. I love the the looks of certain things. Yeah. I look at magazines. I love hotel looks. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then I like that little country feeling. Oh, so I like trinkets Jay. and mm. things. I know. You, no, she, you should see her head shaking her head. No, and sorry. my wife's like, less is best. Oh. And I'm like, but remember when. <laughs> I'm the remember okay, when type of person. Okay, we have solutions for those kinds of things. Right. So this will be good because you could probably after, help. Yeah. yeah. And I think like what you're saying, it's a reflection of letting go of certain it things. It is. Yeah. I've been letting go of a lot of stuff though, Kanisha. I'm being real. I've been letting go of a lot of stuff. <laughs> I, so I now when it's transitioning, yeah. I do want to have more of the cleaner, the yeah. simple you know, yeah. I guess maybe as you get older too, mm-hmm. maybe, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm in my mid thirties. I'm like, yeah. I just don't want the mess as much yeah. either too. So. No, I think that's, that's definitely part of it. I think as you get older, you just, um, you realize that you only have a short amount of time and right. the less time you have, the more you want to spend on things that are important and you want to have the important things around mm. you more or surround yourself with the more important things like people right. and not things. Right. So, I think it's yeah. huge. I love the fact that you said, so Sunday nights you started spreading hope Yeah, and yeah. that began that whole process yeah. and even more. And honestly, I feel like a lot of times I think I, I'm doing something for someone else and it's yeah. really for me. So Sunday oh. night inspiration really became yes. more for me than it was for other people. Wow. I don't know who read it. Like obviously I could look back at the numbers and everything, views and all those things. But um I think more than anything, God did something in my heart. Um because it it was really um this thing that caused me once again to connect to him and searching scripture, mm. um, praying, um, spending more time with him. Yeah. So out of that, it was like, you know, how we talk about out of the overflow of that, yes. you know, came these things yeah. um, that really grew and people definitely responded to it positively. Um, 
And so from the writing, it went from, again, the decorating of the home and Mm -hmm. then showcasing all those things and showing all those things. And then um, something really not so great happened. My mom passed away Um, five years ago this year, makes five years. And um, so I died when she did. Right. Like everything in me creative left. It was like I always liken it to. when you see a picture like that's full of color and then the color begins to slowly fade, that was my life. Wow. And um and it, How did it you was gone that? for like a year. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean I, I chose to stay away from um social media, from I didn't blog, I didn't do anything. I was okay. not doing any I was literally in survival mode. Mm. Um and allowing God to um heal me mostly and I say allowing God, but it really wasn't my choice. I didn't have I didn't have choice of anything. It was just like everything was just dead. Um, and I don't, I mean, I wish we had hours because we t- could talk I, oh about Oh, no, because I'm going to have you come back on anyway. So then we, we can talk <laughs> about, just you know, just my, my mother and um, the relationship that we had. And she dealt with sickness um, pretty much my entire life. So she was mentally um, wow. uh, not disabled. That's no, really no, no. Not disabled. No, no. She was mentally ill okay. um, for as long as I can remember. Um wow dealt with a lot How of trauma in her di- life. Okay, I was going to say trauma. Yeah, yeah, lots of trauma, not lots of um trauma that wasn't dealt with. So, and and here's the thing, um bringing clarity to even that like the fact that I said dealt with. We do what we know to do. Yes. And we we cope the way we know to cope. Right. And again, generationally, culturally, we do things that we are educated and we have access to, right? right. So um, she did the best that she could do. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was supported in the best way. I think my grandmother and my, her sisters, my aunts, believed they could support her. So given all respect to all of right, them. Right, um, right, But it is what it is, and mm-hmm. it was what it was. Um, I think for I, me, because like I had a, I'm, I'm always transparent on the show, yeah. so thank you for being honest yeah. and opening up about that. Yeah. It's such a vulnerable thing to talk about. You know, because um, for me... Um, I literally <clears throat> over a year ago before I got connected to such a good mm-hmm, community, mm-hmm. I mentally had so much blockage mm-hmm. and I did the best I could. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't for me. I'm so thankful for a community that allowed me to talk, right. to open up, to share right. counseling. Um, I think it's pushed away me mm-hmm. growing up in a black family. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it's not, it's something that you kind of push away. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't talk about it, what yeah. stays in his house. Yeah. And so it's hard to deal with things that yeah. maybe your mind is trying to comprehend. Yeah. And the trauma happens. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so you don't know what to do. Yeah. And the pain from that is excruciating. And the, and the people that are around you, um, some sometimes they end up suffering as well yeah, too. So it's painful, absolutely. you know. Yeah. So I can identify, and, and that's me going through it. And then my mother went through right. a lot of trauma as well too. Totally. That she didn't. I think. Know. I think just to to your point, I, I want to say, um, and I'll get back to <clears throat> my mom and childhood and all that stuff. But um, I think when we look at um, just that idea or this idea, or maybe I will even go as far as to call it a misconception mm-hmm. that black people do not believe in therapy, because I think that's something that we're taught is that we right. don't believe in it or that it's not for us. Mm. I think that what we have to do is really look at that and dissect where that comes from. Right. And I think economics has a lot to do with that. Mm. access. So, so if you look at just culturally, right. I think the reason that we've made ourselves comfortable with this idea that we don't do therapy or that we don't accept it is because we, a hundred years ago, fifty years ago, twenty five years Good. ago, wow. we didn't have the economical, mm. um, you know, right 
resources. Right. We um, didn't have the education. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I'm not even talking about college, like academic education. No, no. I just mean like general knowledge right. and understanding of how it works. Mm-hmm. And that it's not just for, because when you see, here's the thing, when you see a, a, a specific right. group of people accessing something, you're going to start thinking, well, that's, that's for them just and for not, them, for not for me. So I think it's really just about changing that percep- perception and really conceptual reconceptualizing if you will that whole idea that it's for everyone mm-hmm. and no it matter doesn't what matter background, how much money you make there's right. access for everyone because there's free resources yes. as well mm-hmm. so um and we all need it yeah and we you and i know that yes um well but, somebody told me it, um we know i uh, yeah. love her they have their own podcast as well shout out to billy and jen oh yeah, yeah, yeah for sure but she said something to my wife she says if a car needs a checkup why don't you think you need a checkup right. need a checkup and Absolutely. i was like boop i was like wow that's true if you never took your car in why are you then you shouldn't be surprised right. that it's having moments of like it's it's breaking down or so as humans which are even more precious than anything yeah. materialistic Absolutely. Uh, why don't we think that we shouldn't go in and get some help but you're right yeah. if we don't think it's for us right. or we're not educated or we right. haven't been a, we're not aware to it yeah. that it's for everybody yeah. then it's kind of like living in the darkness yeah so, you know. i think sometimes we just have to kind of look inward and and ask ourselves well are is this my truth Mm. Or is this a truth that someone has passed along to me as that's their truth good. that I've accepted as my that's truth? Good. So um, I think that's we could go really deep with that, but I think very superficially in relation to the context of this conversation, mm. I think that for this therapy right. thing that that fully applies. Wow, it's not it's not truth. Mm-hmm. So yeah, well, wow, it's really big on what you buy into. Absolutely. That's huge. Okay, so now let's let's go. Listen, I can We're sit with her forever. It's We're so good, though. But oh. this is so good because that's why I love the podcast because we can talk about anything. We can. Yeah. It's and people love it. Mm. They love when um, it's just a conversation. Yeah, yeah. And I and and that's what this is. So yeah. I, and I love that. So um, Restoration House, yeah. your blog, it's yeah. in full motion. Yeah, it's so touching my mom passed. so many. That yes, was where we were. Yeah, and um, I lost everything all desire to do anything and that lasted for about a year but then one day I was on Instagram of all places and a friend of mine from Texas posted something I don't even remember what she posted I just know God used it that day to speak to me Mm. and it was like again I I talked about that picture of the fading away well then there was a fading in Mm. and it happened immediately it was like this quick fade in of just life it was like God used that that moment that post the picture the caption to really um, breathe life back into me Mm -hmm. so much so that I, I messaged her and I said I don't know what why your, right. your purpose was in this, but I'm yeah. going to let you know mm-hmm. that God just used you to help breathe life back into me again. And thank you. And from that day, um, I actually wrote that day about my mother's death um, on the blog in full detail, um, sharing, you know, how it happened, how, what my emotions were that day. Um, and then uh, what that past year had looked right. like for me, as far as grieving was concerned. And um, it was just, Awesome because it, I felt this release um, to really step um, full, like like fully and confidently into at that time what I thought God was calling me to, and He was mm-hmm. um, just really sharing Him wow. and um, sharing it through home. Mm-hmm. And um, I would say that that five years ago was really when everything took off with wow. with me. I think um, doing it afraid. I think we used to say that a lot around here, you know, mm-hmm. like I just did it afraid, didn't really know what I was doing. I still mm-hmm. don't really know what I'm doing. Like, wow. let's be honest. Um, 
But Even though I you think, were afraid, you still yeah, kept going forward. And Yeah, like um, choosing to build more community, really, um, I mean, very practical stuff, like switching my um, Instagram from a personal account to a business account yes, and uh-huh. um, rebranding the blog again and really, you know, looking at SEO. I mean, like all the right. things, which I still don't understand. It's like <laughs> coding. I don't even know what, what right. any of it means. But, um, but yeah, just really honing in on at that for that season what God was asking me to do. And I think over the years, especially now as we walk into this whole book thing and the launch is really like focusing on, um, okay, God, what are you asking me to do right now? Mm -hmm. Like not the month from now or not six months from now or, you know, but like literally moment by moment. Yes. um, What is it that you're asking me to do? And I think that he's used, he's used and he continues to use Restoration House in my life to um, grow something greater in me. Um, mm. So I'm just super, super thankful. And it's beautiful because you're empowering women and now you have a book coming. Yeah. Oh my Lord. Mm. And I said, how do you feel? You're like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's interesting because it's like, you know, we were talking before we started yeah, this yeah. about like, you know, wanting to promote it, wanting yeah. to talk about mm-hmm. it. And it's kind of like, there's this, I'll say like this way of where sometimes church, mm-hmm. you, it's hard to kind of talk about things totally, that you're yeah. doing because it's kind of like, well, what are you doing? Right, and right, right. Blah, blah. And it's right. like, you know, but, you know, we need the support. Totally. You know, in church and outside, Absolutely. you know, all around, yeah. you know, community is everywhere. And yeah. so, um, but I think it is so beautiful to see what you're doing yeah. and um, talk about what now, now is the time for the book oh, now. And yeah. I'm sure, have you been feeling on the inside that I need to do it, <laughs> but it's been like, I'll, I'll get to it. I'll share something with you okay. that I don't share publicly often, okay. but um, I guess this is as public as, as it's going to get. Maybe. It's real and raw. Um, <laughs> but the day that my mom passed away, um, I was, you know, grieving her um, and kind of just, you know, you go through, if you've ever lost anyone, you know, yeah. you go through the, all of the memories, like mm-hmm. literally, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, all the moments, all the things. Um, and God at that time I remember like welling and um, the Holy Spirit just spoke to me and said, this is going to be part of your story. You're going to write a book. Wow. And I was livid because Mm -hmm. I thought that how how could you be so selfish in such a vulnerable moment to share something with me that I really don't care about? Wow. And um, a couple of weeks ago, I was thinking about that because people ask me all the time, like, did you know you were going to write a book? I'm like, I never. Mm-hmm. That was never something that I wanted to do. I don't, I told you before we even started, I'm like, I would love to live on an island by myself and just be with my people. Like, I'm yeah, good with right. that. Um, but you and I know, you know, God has called us to do something right, different. Something different and yeah. so it's a daily, you know, answering that call. But on that on that day, um, or just a couple of weeks ago, I remember thinking about that. And um, he said to me, do you think that, I do anything without reason, Mm. first of all. The second thing that he said was, um, if I had told you at any other time, would you remember that I started it? Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Um, Because if you think about it, the contrast of those two two things, right? Like, I'm grieving the death of my mother, and then all of a sudden he tells me in the darkest moment I probably have ever had in my life Mm -hmm. that I was going to do something and that he was going to, he he was the one who was initiating it. Wow. And um, 
And so I thought about that. I'm like, wow, God, you're right. Duh. You know, because mm-hmm. he yeah. always is. Um, <laughs> but it was just this, this moment where I realized, like, God, this is, this is really not about me. Right. And this is really all yours. Like, mm-hmm. not just the whole, like, every single detail. Like, mm-hmm. not just the macro, but the micro. Right. Um, it's all yours. And so I think just going back to that whole idea of, um, you know, us walking and submitting our daily. And here's the thing, I'm presenting this, you know, it's easier said than done. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that God, because of all of his grace, you know, um, he continues to remind us when we need it most. Right. And um, so I feel like for me, that's kind of where I am mm-hmm. with the whole process of, you know, the book and how it got started. So technically, yes. that's yeah. how it got started. Wow. That was the day, but I took that away. I didn't share it with anyone aside from Larry, my husband. Yeah. Um, and then I got an email two years ago from HarperCollins. I'm one of the editors. Um, literally probably the shortest email I've ever received. Uh, they said, she said, Molly is her name. She said, um, hey, this is, this is Molly. Uh, love your blog. Love the way you write. Have you ever thought about writing a book? If you're interested, let's set up a time to talk. Wow. That was it. Okay. So I thought it was a joke. I shared it with Larry, sat on it for 24 hours, decided, okay, even if it is a joke, I'll respond back. Let's see what happens. Yeah, yeah. And um, it wasn't a joke, obviously, because here I am. <laughs> um, but it took, it was a two-year process wow. of um, really, again, fighting mm-hmm. God in some ways and telling him yes, but no at the same time. Wow. You know? Yeah. Um, like, I'm like, okay, I'll say yes to that but I'm not going to do this. Okay. Um, and God, again, continually reminded me through the process, like, this is not about you. Yeah. So if you're going to say yes and you're going to commit to it, then and you're going to do 100%. Commit to it fully. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. I love it because one of the things I, we've been talking about everything, and I, and I keep feeling the feeling of there was always an interior job you were mm-hmm. working on as mm-hmm. well, too, mm-hmm. even though you had so much beautiful exterior mm-hmm. to show. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, as, as, as being myself, um, I can only be myself, mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, that is one of the biggest things is when I, as I was, as people were seeing outside things yeah. and they're like, oh my gosh, <laughs> it was really because it was a reflection of my inside yeah, yeah. and working through finally saying, okay, I'll let you work on that, God. Yes. In me, I'll, or I will open up to that. Yeah. Uh, I will embrace that. Yeah. And I think it is, it's, it's. A two like a two way street because mm-hmm. it's like you see the outside, but the outside really is just a reflection of your inside. Absolutely, and I love what you're doing because that's what you feel. Yeah, I can see your inside. Yeah, by some of the stuff that you post, mm-hmm. it's like, gosh, if you, if you want to know the heart of just wanting to see something like change, check your blog. Yeah, oh, you're so sweet because it's so beautiful. Yes. Because a lot of people, Instagram can paint a pit. Come on now, yeah. we can paint a picture, but when you're talking about restoration. That is so big. Yeah. And I think in, in all of us, there could be something that could be restored yes. or shaped or molded. Yes. Um, so you, do you believe that um, it is an inside job as well? Absolutely. Working yeah, on I don't that? think, I mean, that's part of what we talk about a lot in the book. I share my own personal story of how God has used home to really develop and grow some things from the mm. inside out in me. Right. Um, but you can't have one without the other. Right. Right. Like right. you can't. I mean, you could try and you Mm -hmm. can make your home look like you have it all together. But, you know, I mean, I know, right, when my everything is at war inside me or in my Mm. home. But we can project and make things look 
good for right. other people. So, um, but you get to a place, and I've been there too many times to count, mm-hmm. um, it, where you realize that you're, you're, there's a duality that is extremely toxic and, he- and unhealthy. Mm. And um, you're living as Jekyll and Hyde, right? So you're wow. living as two people. And um, so you have to, I think, or I have had to come to a place over and over again, and God has brought me to a place of realizing um, that if I want to be, um, number one, my true self, and if I want to reflect him in the way that I'm called to reflect him and do what he's called me to do and for my family, what he's called our family to do, then there has to be um, a unification of and a pull, a coming together of, um, you know, what people see right. on the outside. And mm-hmm. it's, it's, a, it's an eternal perfecting, right? Yes, like, until yeah. the day we die, this exactly. will be a process You're constantly of growing becoming more righteous, becoming more like him, looking more like him. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think there's rest. In right. that, even yes. in the knowledge of that and, and understanding that, mm-hmm. but um, also wholeheartedly and relentlessly pursuing, um, you know, that unification. I right. don't know if that may, hopefully that's No, that's good. Sense, but. And I think what's beautiful too, because yes, it reflects for, of course, your relationship that you have with God, but this can reach anybody. Absolutely. This is for everybody. This is for everybody. So whatever, whatever you believe, you can still read this book. Absolutely. And it still will hit your heart. To where, because oh, you know, I can make adjustments. Here's and the things. thing: I think that because we present in the in the intro of the book, we talk about just culturally speaking, and in our society, there's never been a greater time where people have sought after and needed authentic and genuine connection with people and mm. communities. So I think base level, take scripture, takes Jesus, right. and, um, religion, if you will, out the, out of the picture. Mm-hmm. This conversation at its at its uh, at its core. Is really about learning how to be true, your true self, mm-hmm. and connecting with who that is, and um, having that come out as an overflow in your home, and creating spaces in your home that really encourage people to connect with you mm-hmm. and um, to build com- community in your home. So, wow. um, but we also talk about the really practical sides mm-hmm. of the fun stuff, you right, know, like right. decorating and entertaining. Yes, and, um, you know. Dinner. I love it because I pulled up stuff. I said, (laughs) let me pull this up real quick because I saved some of the things that you say. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is just so beautiful. I have in here a place to restore your identity. Mm. You say, um, what does home mean to you? Popular culture culture tells us that the ideal home should be beautiful, calm and warm. Home is supposed to be a place to recharge and retreat, a place of restoration. But for so many of us, home is far from the rosy ideal. Mm-hmm. Wow. Every day. Mm. Every day. Wow. Every day. Um, you know, I feel so um, challenged, to use a strong word, to really do my best to represent, um, you know, and, and I want to also just clarify too, like, I'm not saying you need to put all your business out there. You know? Right, right, of course. Yeah. Not everybody's worthy of that. but mm-hmm. um, But for those who are, um, and those who I've built community with online, I want to make sure that I'm presenting as much in a healthy way, the my true self. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that people are scrolling, I think especially in the genre that I'm in as far as right. home design is concerned. And um, lots of us who have large platforms are presenting a very small fraction 
of our lives to people who are actually hurting and mm. broken and looking for someone to connect to. So, and I, and everybody's, you know, different brands have different purpose, right, and mission right. and goal and all of that. And I'm not saying everybody should, you know, do the same thing. Please don't. Um, but I know for me, I could not do it any other way. I, I could not. Um, and, and yeah, you'll scroll through my pictures right, and you'll right. see amazing pictures because I'm so visually drawn to that. Yeah. And I said a few years ago to a friend, I said, I feel like it's the switch and bait because people see really pretty pictures and it makes them want to stay there for a little bit and linger. And then they read the caption and then they're like, wait, what does this picture have to right. do with what she's saying? And yeah. it has everything to do with what I'm saying. Um, but I love that people are drawn in mm-hmm. by the visual. So, um, but they, people, people need that authentic conversation. They need to know that people are real, that I'm real, that you're real. Mm-hmm. Um, they need to know that we deal with real life stuff. That our, our lives aren't always perfect. That sometimes they're actually really, really, really messy. Right. Um, and I, I just feel like I couldn't, I would be doing a disservice to not only the people that are connected to me online, but ultimately to God. Right. Mm. Um, to not do what he's calling me to do, um, in my life. And then of course the online world is a small portion of my life. Right. 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 Um, he's called all of us to so much more than where we are right now. And, Mm -hmm. and so I, I, um, would like to think that I can hold even that community, even though, um, you know, people are, Oh my gosh, you have 50,000. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Right. But (laughs) that's, Listen, half of them are probably, you know, not even real, you know, like as far as like what right. I mean is like they probably don't even check my feet every day. You know right, what I mean? Right, like they're right. not like sold out. They like to like, post and it's like, yeah, great. That yeah, was yeah, it. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I'd like to say I hold that community and this community and the online community um, with open hands because and even for, for a season because next year. Instagram may be gone. Right. You and don't know like, what okay, life will well, be. God, what are you calling me to do in the next season? You know, right. and um, not getting too attached to. Um, oh, gosh. Shout, shout out to all the Instagram models. Oh, oh. <laughs> you might be gone with no job next year. Well, I'm just, you don't know what life I just, is. You know, I just Hopefully think it's that bigger. it's so much bigger than social right. media. It has right. to be. And it's so much bigger than Restoration House, even in the name and the brand Restoration House or even Kenesha. Right. Like, put me, I don't like, and that's again, I, we talked about like false humility. That's real. Like, like, I don't, it's not, I'm not, I don't, I'm not there for promoting right me right like i don't i don't want that mm-hmm. I, I literally like everything in me doesn't want that yeah um but here i am mm-hmm. so um so yeah i just think that it's so important that we we make sure that what we're doing we're doing it for the right reasons wow well, i love one of these things that you said too you said no one is you and that is his glory yeah that is like Okay. Uh-huh. And then this one, I, I, listen, she's funny, you guys. <laughs> my jeans are like, no more Christmas goodies, but my leggings are like, we got you, girl. <laughs> <laughs> so you get everything with you. Yeah. You get the humor. Yes. You get the interior. Mm-hmm. You get the exterior. Yeah. We go, we go real deep and then we, we go, we can right. go right back up to the shallow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I really appreciate you, Thank you. Um, for sharing all this. I mean, you're probably like, I just want to tell a little bit, a little bit here, a little uh, bit there. But that's why I love this. And um, would you ever come back on? Of course. Oh, God. Because your book is when? When does uh, it drop? It comes out April 30th. Okay. So this is you guys will probably have this episode and then you can order the book mm-hmm. on? Amazon or wow. wherever books are sold. You guys, if you can go get a coffee, 
for like 20 times and go get jeans and hats and goodies. You can invest in your soul so and good. get this book. Yes. Because it's not even expensive. How much is the book? Well, um, right now it's $16.99 if you pre-order. Listen, I used to buy yeah. a CD for that. Right. Exactly. Back in the day when I used to go to Sam Goody. Y'all probably don't know nothing about that. But anyway, <laughs> but like all back, I used to buy CDs and you oh, get the Sam double Goody. disc. Oh my gosh. Come on now. I, I know I'm dating myself. But listen, you know, get, this book is amazing. Um, I appreciate you for what you do Thank and you, the platform. Um, it, it's it's huge. And I love it because you say it's bigger than you. Yeah. Um, and there could be things that maybe you're called to do people. <laughs> and just realize if you look at it from, I'm going to step aside, who is on the other side waiting for me to do this? In the midst of my pain, in the midst of problems, trouble, no matter what it is. Again, when I started this podcast... I was saving my marriage. Boop, I'll leave y'all with that. And <laughs> my whole world has changed because it's no longer just about me. Yeah. It's about wanting to help other people. So thank you, Kanisha. Thank you so much. So much for what you do. And you guys follow her at Restoration House yes. on Instagram. Yes. And Instagram, they can check your Facebook. blog. Yeah, blog, restorationhouseblog.com. Okay. There you guys, you have it. Until next time, let's keep the conversations going. Love you guys so much. Talk soon.